Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling. Join Andy Schneider, national spokesperson for the USDA APHIS Avian Health Program, editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine, and author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, Chicken Factor Chicken Poop, and Zero Waste Chicken Keeping, as he welcomes top poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, and poultry nutritionists to discuss the hot topics in the poultry world today and provide science-based, fact-based, study-based information to help you raise the healthiest poultry possible. And now, here's your host, Andy Schneider. All righty, thank you very much for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by our good friends over at Tucker Milling. We have a great show lined up for you today, Poultry Research Translated. I believe this is my favorite show when we bring on poultry scientist Dr. McRae. Uh, she's been... Uh, doing these poultry research translated shows for uh, about a decade now, and they're just fascinating. She'll take some research in the uh, poultry world and kind of translate it for us dummies, <laughs> and so we can kind of maybe utilize some of that science uh, in our backyard in a smaller setting because a lot of them, let's face it, a lot of the studies today are done on the big um, – uh, large production farms, but you know we can learn from that. Uh, if you don't think science from uh, some of you like to call it factory farming, if you don't think science from factory farming is in your backyard right this very second, then you are uh, much mistaken, folks. I can tell you that I did a, a few years ago when I went to IPPE. My entire goal for the three-day event in Atlanta was to explain to folks uh, and backyarders how much science from the big production companies uh, regarding poultry are are and is in your backyard. And we just went from everything from feed to nest boxes to coops to bedding to the additives that y'all are nuts over that you add, whether it be in the water and every, oh, my chicken sneezed. Uh, what, what do I need to give them? Oh, you need to go to tractor supply and get this. Guess what? Big big, big poultry. So uh, it's, it's interesting how that works. But um, nonetheless, it's going to be a great show, Poultry Research Translated, today with poultry scientist Dr. McRae. Hey, speaking of science and um, aggravation and <laughs> frustration and things like that, I want to share something with you I came across yesterday, and it literally just entered my mind, I mean, literally just seconds before the show started live. In fact, uh, the intro was, was going. And I'm going to read something to you. 
and um, it, I saw it in a group, uh, a Facebook group uh, about chickens. I won't name the group, um, but let me go down here because I want you to – I'm just going to read this to you. And it's something that I've been sharing and trying to educate folks for at least a decade, at least a decade. Oftentimes I'll say something like this and people just laugh it off. Ah, ha, 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 not my chickens. My chickens are healthy. Or, oh, have you seen my chickens? Uh, not my chickens. Oh, I only give healthy treats and uh, crap like that. But let me just read this to you. I read it and I was like, you know – <laughs> I wonder how many people are thinking, you know, the chicken whisperer was telling me this nine years ago, and I ignored him, and so, um, oh, it must be really true now, huh? So let me just uh, share this. Her, her name is uh, Dana, and she shared this in a uh, backyard poultry uh, Facebook group. So I just lost one of my hens to fatty liver. We are feeding our birds uh, flock raiser because we have silkies and a rooster. Should I not be feeding them that? Is 16% protein enough for silkies? Now I'm worried I need to switch it up or I will lose more. I was feeding them scratch all winter long, and the vet said the necropsy uh, 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 said uh, uh, who did the necropsy said to not feed them cracked corn or scratch. So I'll be eliminating the scratch altogether. Uh, and then she has a picture of some of her flock with her daughter. And then here is the clinician's comments. Bird had fatty liver, which had ruptured, causing it to bleed to death internally. There was excessive fat in the body cavity. Suggestion, feed your remaining chickens only a good quality commercial chicken feed with no supplements containing carbs, such as cracked corn. Excessive carbs will cause a fatty liver, which is prone to rupturing. <laughs> okay, we've been saying pretty much this exact same thing on this radio show, in our magazine, when I toured the country for all those years doing workshops, training thousands of folks. And this is almost word for word exactly what we shared with folks, and a lot of people just brush it off. Oh, that'll never happen to me. Oh, my birds are healthy. And wham, bam, thank you. Right there, this young, this young lady keeping chickens has firsthand experienced this, and we hear this quite a bit. Um, and then, again, comments are like, oh, not my chickens. Oh, no, I've, never, I've never had that problem. So, um, yeah, just wanted to share that to you live right here from another backyard poultry keeper that is experiencing something. If she just would have tuned in, if she just would have subscribed to the magazine, if she just would have listened, uh, and she may have no idea what, you know, Chicken Whisperer podcast, Chicken Whisperer magazine. Uh, she may have never been to one of my um, uh, educational um, workshops, and, and that's fine. You can't reach everybody on the planet. We try to. Um, but if she did, and I know she said, oh, maybe I should have listened to Andy and his team of uh, poultry experts like veterinarians, poultry scientists, and, and uh, poultry nutritionists about this. But, oops, I guess the joke's on me now. So um, it's just one of those things. And then, you know, in another post just below that, hey, what do you all feed your chickens during the summer? And here I come. Here I go. They're going to be laughed at. Nutritionally balanced laying pellets, 16%. 365 days a year, that's all my chickens get. That is it. Nothing else. That is it. Water and laying pellets from Tucker Milling. Water and laying pellets from Tucker Milling. I don't feed them up with trash and junk, and I don't try to humanize them and all this stuff. Yeah, we want you to enjoy your chickens, and we want you to you know, uh, feel like they're a part of your family, I guess, if you want. But here's the deal. Oh, well, I only give healthy treats. I only give healthy treats. Uh, that mine aren't going to have fatty liver disease, okay? Um, and I even saw some of the uh, the, the popular chicken bloggers um, 
that there's a history there. Boy, let me tell you, if you go back and look at some of their posts. But um, the chicken bloggers, you know, they're like, oh, tweet, uh, treats, you know, only 10%, only 10% treats. Even the big food manufacturers recommend uh, 10% treats. No, no, you have that wrong. The big feed manufacturers, the big experts don't recommend 10% treats in their daily. They say if you choose to give treats to your backyard flock, it should not be more than 10% of their daily ration. So they got it wrong. They're sharing this wrong information. Oh, even the big feed manufacturers recommend you give 10%. No, they don't. They do not. They say if you choose to give this uh, 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 treats and extracurricular feed and, and, and stuff to your chickens, it should not be more than 10%. And I, 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 you know, I, I wrote this in the magazine. We shared it when we were on tour. And, and I would ask people firsthand, firsthand, we'd have 50 people in the audience. And I would say, raise your hand when we would cover this. How many people of you know right now, right now, know what 10% of your hen's daily ration is or should be? 10%. Time and time and time and time and time and time again, nobody raised their hand. They've heard that before. Oh, sure, yeah, I've heard that. How many? I'd ask, how many of you have heard that treats and extracurricular feed and all that and cantaloupe and food scraps shouldn't be more than 10% of your your hen's daily diet? Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Okay, how many of you know what 10% is? They have no clue. No clue in the world. It's about somewhere between a teaspoon and a tablespoon. One piece of cantaloupe per bird, what is that? Maybe six mealworms will fit in a teaspoon to a tablespoon. That's it. You don't see people out there doing that. They're like, here, take this bag out. Hey, I'll give you half a bag today because I love you so much. So the 10% rule means nothing if they don't know what that 10% is. And, and I, I've got you know, proofs in the pudding after a decade of touring the country, uh, right in front, face-to-face with thousands of people. What is 10% of the daily? I have no idea. So that's, that's the issue. Every ounce of Mealworm, every ounce of treat you give your chickens is an ounce of nutritionally balanced feed they're not going to eat. And then we wonder why we have soft eggshells, okay, because they're not getting the calcium. They need. Why, how come my chickens have osteoporosis? Oh, but look, they look healthy. We have no idea they can have osteoporosis right this very second. They can have fatty liver disease right this very second. They can have mycoplasma right this very second. They can have internal parasites and a full load right this second. Just could, oh, look how healthy they are. So um, that, that's the big issue there. They could be suffering from osteoporosis. You have no idea why, and it's because you're giving too much treats and not getting the calcium they need from that 60% layer pellet because it's in there, and you're diluting that by giving all these treats. Um, and, and, and I just read you a story uh, from a backyard keeper. This was exactly her problem, and she's losing birds. She now has dead birds because of it. Um, and so, Andy, what do you feed? 16% Tucker Millen Lamb Pellet, 365 days a year, and water. That's what they get. I provide eggs to a restaurant. Yep. Okay. And that's what I do. And uh, we're happy with our egg production here. Really, what birds do you use? I use a commercial layer. Guess what? A bovin's brown that was developed buy egg layers that produce brown eggs for grocery stores all around the country. Hey, Andy, what's the best layer? Well, do you think that anybody in the commercial egg industry industry is going to use a less par egg layer? No. (laughs) Yes, they're in it for the profit, right? Okay, dead and sick birds don't pay their bills. So guess what? They want to try to keep them healthy as possible. And the issue here is why would they use a bird that's not going to lay as many eggs? So I use, I'd like the eggs. You like the eggs. What do I use? Isobrowns, Bovins Brown, 
because like something like 60% of the brown eggs you find in all the grocery stores are from Bovins Brown slash Isa Brown from either Hendrix or uh, let's see what's the other big one Hendrix Bovins Brown and then there's uh, there's another one Hendrix and uh, what's the other one's on the tip of my tongue but anywho so I, I wanted to share all that with you um, this this morning because I was just thinking about that I was like you know what I need to share this this fatty liver disease maybe because they can see it now it's coming from a real live soccer mom in their backyard that has 12 pins and now she's dealing with fatty liver because maybe she heard that she shouldn't be flooding them with scratch because she loves her birds or she wants to treat her birds or she wants to make them a part of the family are there pets now she's got dead pets because she ignored advice if she had heard the advice maybe she had never heard that about it if she's on social media she's probably heard that and just rolled her eyes and said oh, I'm gonna treat my birds I'm love my birds they're special they are pets and I'm gonna spoil them to death take it as you will love me hate me whatever I've been doing this a long time 15 years now spreading the chicken love across America book tours five books now podcast all this stuff all this stuff that I share and I have always shared has been basically information from poultry scientists, poultry nutritionists, poultry veterinarians. I just get it to you. I'm kind of that the the median the medium of the of between the two sharing this information. Um and I tell folks you can take it or leave it. You can do with this information what you wish. And maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but if she did, guess what? She has dead birds now. So, and then I went on, someone else was saying, uh, pointed out in, in her post, she said, oh, I gave uh, scratch and corn all winter long. Well, we know why she did that, because whoever started this stupid myth about, oh, feed them corn in the winter right before they go to bed, it'll keep them warm. How long have we been telling you that is bad and false information? A long time. And actually, just recently, not only have we had poultry scientist Dr. Zach Williams at Michigan State share that information. Not only have we had Dr. Uh, poultry nutritionist Dr. Curran Gehring, PhD, um, um, share this information both in articles and on this website, and Curran even scientifically explains in a recent magazine article why this is pretty much worthless and why it can cause harm. So again, she fell into that trap of listening to other people or chicken bloggers on Facebook that corn uh, given in the wintertime is going to help them bulk up. Get them, I, I see that a lot. Hey, what can I do to bulk up my chickens for the winter? He bulked them up all right. They got fatty liver and they died. So, um, you know, I want to keep them warm. I've heard it keeps them. Eh, here's an article. Why don't you read it? Um, and then maybe you'll change your tune. Where did that information come from? Oh, I saw it on a blog. Oh, really? Where did they hear it? probably from somewhere else, and now they're sharing it on their blog. Um, but I can list probably at least a half a dozen that we've contacted, maybe more, that all state, that's a bunch of malarkey, giving them corn, and it can be unhealthy for them uh, to boot, and you're wasting your time. And uh, it's great because uh, poultry nutritionist Dr. Curran did a whole article explaining the scientifics about why it's not going to create any beneficial heat for your birds. So that was that was a fantastic um, article as well. And you can see all this for free, folks, all this information. The podcast is free thanks to our incredible sponsors that have been with me for over a decade. Um, the Chicken Whisperer magazine is completely free, the, the digital edition, okay? Chickenwhisperermagazine.com, where you can see every single article ever written over the past eight years from all of our contributors. 
www.bradbirdmagazine.com. Go look at it, and you'll see how much of this stuff that we debunk from these silly chicken bloggers and from these silly uh, uh, chicken groups. Um, five books now, including Chicken Fact or Chicken Poop, where we specifically took crazy things that people were sharing in chicken blogs and in chicken forums and chicken groups, and we sent these crazy things that people were saying and recommending to poultry experts from around the country and said, hey, reply to this, and we made a book out of it, Chicken Fact or Chicken Poop, and it basically debunks all this crap that people are sharing in the blogs and on the forums and everywhere else. So that's, that's very, very interesting. But I wanted to share that with you this morning um, on, a little, on, on a little tangent right now because I do get very um, passionate about what I do. I wouldn't have been doing this for 15 years if I didn't get passionate about this. And uh, this is, uh, when perfect examples come out like this, I'm sorry she lost her chicken, but the information is out there. You just have to know where to look for it, and these silly chicken bloggers are not it. If I had a dime for every email I got that said, hey, you know what, uh, I like uh, looking at pretty chickens and pretty pictures of chickens, and I like all this D- DIY stuff, so yeah, I like the bloggers, but plenty of these emails, but when it comes to needing to know science-based, fact-based, study-based information about my flock to help keep them healthy, the do's and the don'ts, I come to you. I come to your site. I go to your magazine. I listen to your podcast. I send you an email, whatever the case may be, and I hear that day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. So, um, And I thank you for those. I really appreciate those. Uh, it also keeps me focused and lets us know that we're doing the right thing by shed, uh, sharing this information. Um, also, you heard uh, we still haven't made the decision. I wanted to make it by the end of April, um, but we still haven't made a final decision about Cooptastic 2023. Okay, we still got time. I do have the weekend booked actually at the facility. It's at the uh, Alabama 4-H Center, um, and um, uh, in in uh, Columbiana, Alabama. Let me just share with you. While we're waiting for Dr. McCray to sign on. She may have got caught up. She's over at Auburn University. She may have got caught up in something. That happens occasionally. have been doing this podcast for 12 years now. It occasionally happens. But let me just kind of explain to you and share with you about Cooptastic. The last – we didn't do it during the um, pandemic, okay? So I think it was Cooptastic 2020, and we didn't do it 21 or 22, and we're looking at maybe doing it for 23. But this was such an amazing event. We had people literally fly in from California, Vermont, New York, and we had a large group of people, obviously, from the southeast because it was held in Alabama. We had people flying from all over the country to attend, which which amazed me, to be honest with you. Um, and it was basically a three-day event. It was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It started Friday night. People would fly in, and uh, they would get over, rent a car or something, head over from the airport over to the um, conference center. They'd check into their beautiful hotel overlooking the lake, um, and then we would all meet at, at dinner. So the first group event was actually, I believe, at uh, dinner that night. Food was amazing, and I did a kind of a welcome, and then we had a bonfire with s'mores that, that evening. And then let me tell you, boy, did the education never begin. We had, I mean, this was like, if you've ever been to a nice corporate um, uh, event 
where they have breakout sessions. Okay, we had three rooms going at the same time, three different speakers, speakers, poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, poultry nutritionists from major poultry science universities from around the country, um, and with their topics, with their PowerPoints, and then we had breakout sessions. And then at break, they would come out, and guess what? Oh, look at this, beautiful. Cookies, chips, drink, Sprite, cheese tray, fruit tray, all this stuff. It was amazing. Professionally done, break for lunch. Um, afternoon training. Uh, we had great entertainment in the evening. We had a, an incredible magician who was slash comedian, which was so much fun. Uh, but everything was included in, in this in the price, and that's what I'm struggling with right now with doing it this coming next year is the price. Um, because to quote one of my really good friends who's in the poultry industry, let's face it, other than buying a three thousand dollar coop to match their house, backyard chicken keepers are pretty cheap. Um, because I've noticed that firsthand, they'll buy a $3,000 coop and then they'll be like, ah, I can't afford that medicine to help my birds. It's $50. God, $50. Um, you know, you're laughing, you're laughing because you know that, you know, the drill, <laughs> but, um, it was $299 the last time we did Cooptastic, 299 bucks. And that included two night hotel. All your meals, which ended up being seven meals, all your breakout snacks, um, the bonfire with s'mores, the entertainment, uh, and then we had two labs going on downstairs in the lab department. And one lab, as they rotated through on Saturday, was a necropsy. So you actually got to see a necropsy being done. Boy, the amazing comments we got about that. Wow, I wasn't sure I was going to like I am so glad this was uh, uh, available because I learned so much about my birds. Uh, and then in the other lab, right next to that one, uh, going on the whole time as we rotated through our stations, was uh, people were examining and learning to identify internal parasites. Uh, and so that was fantastic. Um, I had all the microscopes in. It's a true lab. And they were lo identifying um, uh, the, uh, uh, the internal parasites. Uh, the comments we got from that were absolutely amazing. So it wasn't just, hey, get together, here, buy some crafts we made, you know, here's this, oh, we're going to do chicken poop bingo, chicken uh, poop bingo here in a little bit, and we'll play some silly games. And No, this was an amazing educational event, top-of-the-line food, breakout sessions, PowerPoints, three classrooms going on, actually five classrooms going on at the same time because we had three classrooms and two labs downstairs. Amazing speakers, and then we had an area where we had our sponsors come and had booths. They could go out and look at these companies that were either, you know, you know selling coops or basically feed or uh, additives or ointments or first aid or whatever. And so we, I really want to do this again because I think it was an amazing event. We had people flying from all over the country, but I'm just kind of struggling with the price. Um, it, it won't be two ninety nine. 299 bucks. Try to go get two ho two night hotel somewhere for 299 nowadays. Plus your seven meals, plus all your snacks, plus all the education. Because um, I think this next one we're going to look at maybe a processing station outside as well for people who want to learn how to how to process. Um, so I, there's there's no way it's going to be 299 a person because all your meals, everything, two night hotel, and the education process from these experts. I, I would I would consider doing it if it was three forty nine. I don't think at three ninety nine. I think we'd lose a lot of people, and it's just that psychological aspect of seeing that number on the screen, four hundred dollars. You know, three ninety nine, four hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Then the, the, factor it in. 
can you go and buy seven wonderful meals? Not McDonald's. I'm talking about roast beef, potatoes, green beans, salad, dessert, tea. I mean, a nice meal, buffet meal. Um, seven of those meals, um, plus your extracurricular activity. Plus, so, I, you know, 400, we, we probably would lose some. They'd be willing to do 299 or 349, but 400. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still doing the figuring. I'm still looking at the math based on how much um, we need to pay our educators um, and, of course, renting the facility out. And then, of course, well, you know, uh, me and Dr. McRae, who run it, don't take a dime. Don't make a penny off of this, and it's a lot of work. It's probably kind of one reason why I'm kind of like, uh, is there anything I can find to kind of get away from doing this? Because that's a lot of work. That sounds really bad, but it's like, ah, that's a lot of work. You know, maybe I just maybe I'll find any excuse I can not to have it, just because it's a lot of work. That may play into a part of this. I'll be honest with you. Um, but it's it's um, we'll see what happens. I'm going to try to shoot for 349. If I can get it to 349, and I can get everybody paid and pay for the event and the place and the facility and all the educators, I would consider doing it at 349 But I'm, I'm afraid it may go to 379 or 399 because everything has gone up this day and age. So then a lot of people would have to buy airfare on top of that, maybe rent a car. So you got to factor all that in. But I can tell you right now there's never been an event like it ever in the history of backyard poultry and backyard chicken keeping ever. Um, and uh, our reviews and everything – reflected that in the comments we got from people who attended. I think we had probably about 40 people attend. So um, between 30 and 40. So it was good times. And um, uh, maybe we'll do it again in 2023. We'll see. Hopefully I need to make, I need to make up my mind up pretty quick, but see, then it's, then it's phone time. I got to reach out to all these sponsors because the sponsors will help supplement keeping your price low. Oh, I hate sponsors. Oh, they just want me to buy their stuff. Well, guess what? Do you want to pay six or $700 for this event or have some sponsors there sitting behind their table in this open area educating you about the product that they carry? Because even last year, to keep it at $299, um, we had our sponsors, what they paid, uh, supplemented and kept the price low. Um, so that's one thing you have to look at as well. So hopefully we'll do 2023. Um We'll just have to see. It's, it's a uh, tough decision because it's a lot of responsibility, a lot of work, a lot of money, um, and uh, I can't ima- I can't remember what we had in the in the Cooptastic um, bank account uh, last year when we did this event to be able to pay for everything. But it was quite an undertaking. Hey, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, folks. Speaking of sponsors, and then um, we'll be back. I'll talk more uh, about different things. Uh, Dr. McCray may have got pulled. Because I don't see her coming in. She definitely would have been in by now. So uh, I'll look and, and, and scour the interwebs and see if we can't uh, open up another topic here while we've got you uh, on. I'm going to go to commercial break. We'll be back right after this. Stay with us. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, the incubation specialists. Brincy has been a world-leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at Brincy.com. 
That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A dot com. Are you dealing with a stinky coop or brooder? Backyard chicken owners are loving Chick Fresh. Not only does it eliminate the nasty odors, but it also eliminates the dangerous and unhealthy ammonia. You can use Chick Fresh in your coop, brooder, garbage can, litter boxes, and more. Even use it in your spouse's smelly shoes. Get your bottle 15% off today by going to coopcarespecial.com. Take back control and say no to nasty odors. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Strong Animals uses plant-based products and natural approaches to promote the health and vitality of backyard flocks. Our daily snacks, water additives, and coop refresher products contain organic essential oils, prebiotics, and other natural ingredients to promote digestive health and immunity. Give your chicks and chickens what they need to thrive with Strong Animals products. Available at local farm stores across the country and Amazon. Visit GetStrongAnimals.com today to learn more. Metzer Farms is now hatching and shipping the premier egg layer. This girl is consistently laying jumbo eggs with a higher nutrient density and lower water content than your eggs now. She is an extremely hardy bird and the most heat and cold tolerant egg layer available, allowing for year-round outdoor production. An eggshell unmatched in sturdiness and thickness, making cracks a thing of the past. Increase your health and double your egg profits. Of course, we're talking about ducks. Duck eggs are revered by chefs for their succulent flavor and by bakers for being the better baking egg. Learn more about this extraordinary duck, the Golden 300, or any of our other 35-plus breeds of ducks and geese at MetzerFarms.com and order your next flock from us. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg's family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for both the beginner and experienced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at StrombergsChickens.com. That's StrombergsChickens.com. And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. Oh yeah, here we go. Thanks for staying with us today. Let's uh let's step on some more toes today while we're doing such a good job at it. Um and uh, okay, here here's that um article, not an article. It's also from a uh, Facebook chicken group. What do y'all feed your chickens in the summer? I mentioned earlier. Uh 16% Tucker Mill and Land Pellet and water like they do the other 60 365 days of the year. Let me just read you some of this, okay? I make my own feed blend. Uh, that's a disaster. Uh, it changes for summer. 
ready fruit, sprouts, uh, veggies, watermelon, homemade popsicles, <laughs> muffin, uh, made in muffin tins, uh, yogurt, water. Let's see what else we got. Um, chicken scraps, eggshells, uh, spring mix salad, blueberries, carrots, unsalted sunflower seeds twice a day. Uh, this person probably needs to listen to uh, or go read that post about fatty liver. Um, let's see. I feed mine commercial layer feed, but they would much rather have macaroni or spaghetti. You know what? I've got a 11 and 9-year-old. I can assure you they'd rather have pizza and Skittles. Should I just go ahead and start feeding them pizza and Skittles all day? Because they love it or like it better. Let's see. I freeze slices of melon. Um, fresh vegetables and fruits from the garden. Let's see what else we got. I hang lettuce in their coop. Frozen blueberries, watermelon, plain yogurt, and cucumbers. Chickens will go crazy for watermelon, crazy for Skittles. Um, let's see, strawberries, watermelon, and yogurt, and greens. There we go, corn, wheat, oats, watermelon, lettuce, and bread. Fatty liver, fatty liver. Uh, let's see, um, chopped up fruit and veggies. None of them are saying how much now. I can assure you it's probably not one, te- one teaspoon or one tablespoon for bird. Remember that 10% rule? Oh, yeah, it shouldn't be more than 10%. Okay, then why don't you give just a half a bag of, lay- a half a bag of uh, um, mealworms and, and a whole bowl full of fruit. Um, well, that, that looks like about 10%, right? Let's see. Um, popsicles weekly that I make with fresh fruit. And uh, toss in a big bag of mixed frozen vegetables on the hot days. All righty. And people wonder why fatty liver disease is becoming more and more prevalent in backyard flocks. And now we even have more proof from this very... Forum. Let's see what else we got. Um, can share. Got quite a few posts about injuries. Scrolling through here, see anything is would be pertinent. Feeders and waterers. We've covered that a million times. Here's this lady's post that we just read to you about fatty liver, but it was five days ago. She was asking, is Georgia Poultry Lab only open Monday through Friday? My olive egger died this morning, no signs, no injury, and I have it on camera. She just fell on her side and died. She was only one year old, and she's been eating, drinking, and she laid an egg yesterday. Her crop feels fine. She wasn't egg-bound. Luckily, it was pretty quick, but I'm heartbroken. She's one of my favorites. One of my favorite quotes is, hey, you killed them with kindness. Um, Luckily, it was pretty quick. I'm heartbroken, and I'm sure she is. I feel bad for her. I'm in Forsyth County, and the number on the website goes to a person's cell phone. I just want to know uh, how I can get her to the Georgia Poultry Lab. That was four days ago. And then, of course, yesterday's post was, date, it was fatty liver disease because I fed too much scratch and treats and everything else. So, um yeah. Yeah. So, anywho, 
I just wanted to share that with you. I just came across that in that same blog. But anyway, we will cover – Dr. McRae comes on twice a month, the first and third Thursday of every single month. She has been for over a decade. So we will postpone Poultry Research Translated. Hey, I just gave you a lot of research, basically, that we've been sharing for the last decade. And we've even shared with you some issues of folks that chose, for whatever reason, not to take that recommendation. But uh, Poultry Research Translated, uh, we'll do that on the third Thursday of this month. Tune in because this next Thursday, a week from today, we'll have poultry veterinarian Dr. Pateski from UC Davis. We don't have a topic yet, but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Um, the one he did last month was coccidiosis because it is the season for that. I'll think of a good one for next Thursday with poultry veterinarian Dr. Pateski. And of course, whatever information he shares, you can take it or leave it, and then you might have a bird at the Georgia Poultry Lab suffering a fatty liver disease because uh, that'll never happen to me or I've never had a problem. Um, whew, I'm in rare form today, let me tell you. After doing this for 15 years, you, know, you get kind of frustrated when people kind of ignore good, sound advice, and then they suffer from it because you don't want to see them suffer. You don't want to see them sad. You don't want to see their birds die. Oh, one more. I'll wrap it up with this, since I'm basically hurting everybody's feelings today. I'll wrap it up with this. Somebody posted the other day on one of these Facebook forums, I lost all my birds to a predator. Does anybody have any birds for sale, please? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> you didn't do the proper research, nor spend the proper money to predator-proof your coop. You lost all your birds, and now you want to lose mine too? <laughs> I love my birds better than to give you my birds so they can die from a predator as well. So I asked, being the big meanie that I am, well, I don't think so, unless you share with me what you've done to predator-proof your coop and run better. Of course, I'm not going to just volunteer my chickens to be <laughs> killed by a predator. You know what his answer was? This was astonishing. I've been doing this so long, I thought it was going to be, oh, yeah, we found the hole, we fixed it. Oh, yeah, we upgraded from chicken wire to hardware cloth. Oh, yeah, we, we uh, put some... Uh, uh, fencing around the bottom of the coop so they couldn't cross. I, I was expecting some kind of legitimate, honest answer. Were they improved? No, no, no. You know, you know what his answer was? Possums that were guilty and took care of them. Like they're the only two possums on the planet they're gonna, that are going to come around and get his chickens. So this gentleman now thinks that his flock is safe because he eliminated two possums that killed his flock but claimed, this is his words, claimed he did nothing to make the Cooper run more predator-proof. He just took care, quote, quote, took care of the two possums. Like there's not another 40 possums out his backyard. Like there's not another 16 foxes out his backyard. Like there's not another 19 cats or 23 dogs or 1,400 raccoons right through those woods where those two possums came. But he thinks because he possums that he that killed his flock that they're fine now he's 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 he solved the problem of his dead flock because he killed two or took care of his words um two possums but claimed he did absolutely nothing to predator proof his cooper run i guess he thinks there's the only two possums within a 
500 mile radius of his house and he took care of it thank goodness thank you sir thank you i will have no longer possums in my cat food on the back deck because you took care of the two the only two within a 500 mile radius no sir no i will not sell you my chickens so they can have the same demise that your chickens had because you think now it won't happen again because you took care of those two possums and did nothing to predator-proof your coop or run. It takes a lot of research to figure out how to predator-proof your coop and run. And most importantly, it takes quite a bit of money to do it correctly. And so people decide not to do it correctly, even if they did the research, because guess what? I can do it cheaper. I can do it cheaper. And then, bam. Does anybody have any chickens available? I lost my whole flock to a predator. No. I think not. Nope, 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 nope. Remember that Sesame Street skit on Sesame Street way back in the day? You had the Martians. Nope, 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 I've been doing this for 15 years full time. So I'll take the heat. Don't like it? Send me a nasty email. CW at chickenwhisperer.com. Won't be the first. Won't be the last. People seem to get mad when they hear the truth. And they get mad when something I explain to them or, or, or I'm, I'm addressing on the show kind of paints a picture of what they're doing or maybe they're guilty of. So they get all mad. We do that as humans. Guilty. Just like y'all. I do it too. Um, how dare him? <laughs> so if you don't like it, CW at chickenwhisper.com. If you like it, CW at chickenwhisper.com. Go check out the magazine, chickenwhispermagazine.com. Listen here every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and get some fact-based, science-based, study-based information from poultry professionals like veterinarians, poultry nutritionists, and poultry scientists. You're not going to get anywhere else, I assure you, <laughs> especially listen to a novice blogger share with you. And, and actually, some of the current bloggers now that say, no treats, ever. They don't need treats, ever, 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 ever. Go look at some of their early posts. They finally, some of them finally came around. They figured, oh, Andy was right all this time. <sighs> Go look. They had recipes for all kinds of treats. They had videos and pictures of them flooding treats and all this stuff, and then now, I wonder if they think, yeah, Andy was right. Andy's experts were right. I guess I better get on the right train and share this too. Now they're out of it. No treats. They don't need any treats at all. No treats at all. And then you got one saying, oh, but the big uh, feed manufacturers recommend 10% of a treat every day. <laughs> you got it wrong, lady. They're not recommending it's every day. They said if you choose to treat your birds, they don't recommend it. It should be no more than 10%. And people just don't know what 10% is, so it's irrelevant to even share that. I hope you all have a fantastic week. We'll be back next Thursday right here at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with poultry veterinarian Dr. Maurice Pateski. We'll have a fantastic um, topic for you where you can learn more about keeping a safe and healthy backyard flock of chickens. I guarantee it. And uh, that's if you take the information. You may not. You may say, ah, I'm not going to do that. I love my chickens. I want to kill them with kindness. I want them to get fatter liver disease. (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. Y'all have a fantastic week. I'll see you next week. It's a Chicken Whisperer. So long. This has been Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling, with your host, Andy Schneider. For more information, find us on the web at chickenwhisperer.com, on Facebook by typing in The Chicken Whisperer, on Twitter at Backyard Poultry, and on Instagram at The Real Chicken Whisperer. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.